I got winners everywhere. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of America's Favorite Golf Podcast. We are from the rough, live from the DSP Media Studios in sunny North Dallas. I'm your host, IndyCar Tim. I am joined by three of maybe the most prolific PGA of America members that exist on this planet. We're excluding other planets, but on this planet, uh, in no particular order. Wow. Not putting Brady first, though. No, hell no. Uh, Chris Bustle, Brady Hawkshurst, and John Gerber. Hello, boys. Hello. How Johnny's going to be mad because I put Brady before One. him. <laughs> I guess y'all can do the show by yourself. I'll step out. It's your show. That. I know it is. You, well, learn that then. Here, learn it. Here, here's the thing, right? When I started on this show, you used to have like a fun intro and call us like tour players and stuff. You, you got to bring that back. Do I? Yeah. All right. I'll do that next week. You got to bring that back. Miss Doubtfire. Doubtfire. I might not even do golf names. I just might throw something else at you. Oh, that's fun too. All right. All right. You might be Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Yeah, he, made, he might be. I've been, he, I've been called worse. He might be Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he might be Snoop Dogg. I thought that was a compliment to be called Snoop. No, there's no way that's ever a compliment. No. Uh, puff, 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 first. HR puffing stuff. Um, we got a great show for everybody not related to weed. Uh, as we've got the Zozo Championship recap and analysis from the uh, our said PGA of America members. I may throw a little tidbit in there as well. We're also going to talk about the CJ Cup coming up this weekend, another limited field event with no cut. Um, and I don't really understand why they're doing this, but I don't want to get into it yet. I've got a hot sports opinion about these limited field events. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, I think they should be banned. There, I just said it. Just like you should ban any tournament that's 10, oh, 10 under par is the winner, right? No, that, it's how you 15 or, or more than 15. Like, I'm okay with which would, would have worked out well here for the Zozo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, First, though, I felt, boys, as uh, as Brady led on before we started the show, the PGA Tour did name their Rookie of the Year today. The five-time runner-up, Mr. Cameron Young, won the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year award today. How, how, how do we feel about that? You know, the thing, the thing, I can't remember. It's been a long time since I can remember how many good rookies there were on the PGA Tour this year. I mean, if you look at the people that were in contention, Cameron Young, uh, Sahith Tagala, Davis Riley, all three of these guys made the Tour Championship, right? Yeah. So you're looking at that rook, this rookie class, rookie crop that came in. I mean, it, you got to really think it might be one of the best that's been around for a long you time. You could throw in the name Tom Kim, although he didn't come on the scene until very late, yeah. but he won. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Pendrith made a, made a President's Cup team and yeah. had a bunch of – Top 20s and, and limited action due to injury. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of very many years where there were this many rookies this good. Well, if you look at the rookie, if you if you name those five rookies, I mean, two of the, guy, two of the rookies are on the President's Cup, right? So, I mean, that doesn't happen as three. a rookie. Well, three. Well, well, who's the other one? Well, Cam on, on American side. Well, yeah, if you add him, if yeah. you add him into the mix. Right. Yeah, so you have three of the top five kind of rookies on the PGA Tour. 
I mean, it could you have, if you would have gave it to Sagala, if you gave it to Davis Riley or Taylor Penn, would you have been bitching? No, I mean, uh, you would. Cam Young fans might have. Uh, yeah, he, yeah he but probably is the most deserving. But there are certainly other guys that have stacked up good resumes that maybe in years past w- would have been good enough. You could have an argument with any of them, really, if you, to be honest with you. And and you haven't seen that for a long time. Usually, last three or four years, it's kind of Will Zalatoris was real obvious last year. Runaway and winners. Sung right? JM a couple years. Pro- before that, pretty obvious. Yeah. But. So no, it's it's it just the testament of how how uh, how good the PGA Tour and how good guys are and how healthy the PGA Tour as players are. Uh, you know, kind of for the future. To be honest with you, he joins a very impressive list. Uh, I'm going back. I'm going back to 2013. Looking at it. Okay. Now there's only one name on this list who I wouldn't be able to recognize anymore. But everyone else who's won Rookie of the Year has done something uh, pretty significant. So it is an important list to get on. I mean. He's joining Will Zalatoris, Scotty Scheffler, Aaron Wise, Xander Shoffley, Emiliano Grillo, Daniel Berger, Chesson Hadley is the only one that I question mark, right? And then Jordan Spieth in 13. Yeah. What's wrong so, with Chesson Hadley? Well, I don't, I don't think I would put him in the same category <laughs> as uh, Daniel Berger. Oh, that wears me. Oh, he's way better I than Daniel Berger. <laughs> what was Chesson it? Hadley's not way better than Daniel Berger. No. He's more, so, anyway, very, got a better personality. Yes, very. I think very deserving of this uh, rookie of the year, and in good company with the past, and also, but he also is not. Uh, you know, he wasn't under the spotlight, but he, he certainly is now. Yeah, because all of those guys have done extraordinary things after winning rookie of the year. Yeah, and again, you could make an argument for three or four of those guys to rookie of the year, but well, well deserved from Cam Young. And um, is he the most deserving? You know, he he won the award. You know, probably. I think, I think the award is is is. They voted by their peers just like they do player of the year, right? So, apparently, there's parts of this game that are – you know, he's the guy that I think with him and Sagala probably are the guys that you will see can maybe make a run because the length that they hit it off the tee. Like yes. That's the, that's the realm of the PJ Tour. Davis Riley is going to be that solid guy. He's not nearly as long. Tom Kim is not that long. But Sagala and Cam Young are two of the longest players on the PJ Tour, and potentially they could go on a run just because they can dominate these types of golf courses by their length. Let's do a quick prediction. Looking into the future, who has the better career, Cam Young or Sahith Thagala? Cam Young. Mm. Really? Yeah. I'm taking Cam Young. Yeah, I, I would he's, take him. He's a little more polished. Well. All right. I, I yeah. really thought Johnny was going to go the other way with that. I don't know. There's something about his demeanor that reminds me of Cantley uh, because they're both Ugh. very they're both very boring. <laughs> I good feel day, like mate. those guys are the those guys are some of the best. The guys that can you never know if they're playing good or bad. Yeah. They, they could have just made seven birdies and never be able to tell. I mean, it's, it's, but but on the other side, when it goes sour, you know, they're guys that can just shrug it off and just they're just concentrating on one shot at a time. And the reason I would say it. Cam Young is because I don't, I'm not really, I, I'm not real how solid uh, Thigala's wedge game is. I would actually take Davis Riley over Thigala as in terms of consistency. Right, I mean, well, you pick him really, almost every week for something. Man, the guy, man, just he, like I said, he practices at Highlands Performance Golf Center where we're at, and I, I go down there and watch this guy hit golf balls, and he just doesn't miss a golf shot. He doesn't have a weakness in his game, but he doesn't have something that he's spectacular at. Right, so that's going to lend to so much consistency through the years that the guy's it shocked the hell out of me if he's any in jeopardy of losing his card ever. Um, but again, I think just three of those guys are uh, Tom Kim. I mean, look, Tom Kim didn't make. Uh, I don't think he made the tour championship. He, I thought he did. Yeah, oh, did he? Yeah, because yeah, okay. he won the week before. Okay, so, so four. So four of those guys. And that's what made him eligible. He wouldn't have been eligible yeah, for right it without that win. So four of those guys. Four of those guys made the tour championship, and that's that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah. 
No doubt. Like I said, lots of second places. We I, had five, I mean, yeah, five runner-ups. Your, your question, Tim, was right, Cam Young or Sahith Tagala better career. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and limb say Tom Kim's going to be better than both. Really? Nah. He's won earlier. He's, he's younger. The first though. guy since Tiger to win two times before the age of 21. Right. I see, I mean, he's a young guy. He likes him because he's just a young guy. Yeah, but he ain't discovered girls yet. You know who once else was he, a young once guy? He, once he, uh, wow. Anthony Kim was yeah, also man. a young guy. But but so. going back to Sahith. We see where Cameron, he's at. We see where he's at. Or, or, or Cameron Young is that um, I think Sahith is streakier. I think his good is perhaps better, but he can fall off the map and get further away from neutral and, and where you need to be to, to hang out there consistently. Wedge game's not good enough yet. Yeah. yeah, right. He's a bit like Dustin Johnson. He could really hit it far. And then when Dustin kind of dialed in his wedges and he's got really good at his wedges, that's when you saw a good streak from Dustin Johnson. I think that's that's his weakness in, with the gala is his wedge game is not nearly as good as he needs to be. <clears throat> it's a little misleading a little bit because he has so many wedges in his hand because how far he does hit it. But if he can dial those in, um, you know, like I said, I'm at high hopes for all these guys, really. I mean, just I mean, the PJ Tour is in, in a good place with all these young guys coming up. And it's a good thing because the number of defections we've had to LIV, right? We need some we need some of the young guys to get onto the stage quickly and, and establish themselves and um, contend for titles because that's how we learn people's names when you're when you're week in, week out, top ten and, and in contention. We need these young guys to do that with the star power that the tour's lost over the last year with, with LIV. Uh, you know, all the guys at LIV are all guys we know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just watch out for the for the tall, blonde-haired, white girls. It's going to mess up Tom Kim here in a little bit. So as soon as he discovers girls, I'm just going to let you. I'm just going to keep write that down. Did you guys know what girls were before 20 years old? Oh hell yeah! (laughs) Why doesn't he? He's Asian. Tim's had two kids before he was 20, so he's not that I know of. Yeah, of course he has. Of course he has. So yeah, I mean, uh, Hurst brought up an interesting point a little bit ago about uh, you know, I guess progress. Once you make the tour, my question for you guys is how much of an impact, and I don't know who their coaches are, who their instructors are, how much of an impact does a coach have on a player after he's made the tour? Like a young guy, first, second year on the tour, who, like, like how much of an impact can a coach have on him? Because he's already thinking he's done things the right way because he just made the tour. Go ahead, Bus. Tackle that. Oh, yeah, yeah Bus. First. Yeah, uh, help, help us out with this. I think it's extremely important. Uh, I think it's uh, there's a familiarity you gain with this person over an extended period of time, a couple years, whatever. Or, or, or maybe it's somebody that attributed you being on the tour. So, you know, if, if you're a golfer, you, if to be good, you either have to be really smart or really stupid. Okay, that's the kind of the saying. <laughs> right? That's true. I mean, really, it's true. Okay, so I, I apply that to the uh, coaching and teaching role with these players because, you know, you, you have to be able to trust somebody. You have to be able to think that you're listening to somebody who knows more about it than you do, and that can be challenging for some people. But so if they make that, if they make that step with them for a couple of years and then, they, and then they get their tour card, that's somebody that you want to keep really close by because it's somebody that you, you value their opinion, you trust them. And then, you know, they all – we all have to drink a little bit of the Kool-Aid from all the instructors that we, we see or the, or the, you know, the instructors offer the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Um, but anyway, that's, that, that's important to, to be able to, you know, have that connection and, and that partnership. The first thing that came to my mind when Buss said that was how far we've come in the last 40, 50 years. If you remember Lee Trevino, never take a golf lesson from somebody who can't beat you. Yeah. Who, who could beat Lee that would give him a golf lesson? Yeah. <laughs> Two or three guys in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And now everybody out there has got a team of people mm-hmm. in their approach. And and I actually saw an interview with Jordan at, at the CJ Cup this week talking about Tom Kim. He d- he just moved to Dallas. He's starting working with Cameron Doan, seeing some of the same physio people. Um, there are people here in this city, right? Obviously that are 
are, are, are really elite world class and, and adding people to your team, right? Full swing, short game, putting, uh, nu- nutrition and fitness, and, and then recovery. Uh, I think these players are, are products of, of how good a teams they build around them with the coaching, the swing, the golf portion, just a part of it. Yeah, I think a little bit, too, is just my opinion. I'm a little bit more old school when it comes to this. Some of these guys, it really kind of depends on your personality, right? And, and I don't like the, how dependent they are on these guys a lot of times. I think – I think they rely on so many other, so many people. I mean, uh, they're busy schedule. There's so much money, but you know, <clears throat> I always like the guys that that. If you look, I, I will say Jordan Speed just because he's here. I mean, J- Jordan Speed's been working with with Cameron McCormick since he's been ten years old, right? So he's built his golf swing. So when he gets a rye, he knows really how to get him back on track. So that's a little bit different thing. He really relies on him. But also, you look at a guy like Jordan that. You know, Cameron's not on. Cameron's not traveling with him every week. Probably the majors he does and things like that. But but he has built his golf swing so well, and how good of a, a coach Cameron McCormick is. He had taught Jordan how to get back on track when I'm not there, right? And I think that's the value. How, how do you fix yourself when you're awry when I'm not there? And I think that's the attribute of a good teacher. Right, so to, to convey to their students is, okay, the, if you're hitting this type of shot, this is what you need to do to get back on track, to hit it, to, to get back, to, to hit it straighter, to get back on track. And those are the good, those are the good teachers that really convey to their teachers students. Teachers that lay the foundation for self-discovery. Yeah, and they can, they, you know how to fix yourself, and that's what I like. Uh, but a little, I think I'm, I'm 50-50 on it. I like the guys that, that, that um, I think the tour players are relying a little bit too much on their instructors at some times, but, you know, and golfers are fragile people. <laughs> well, I mean, they're we're we're mental we're middle idiots, man, mental idiots, and you know we hit one bad golf shot and we're like, okay, and, what and the hell? The personalities are so important in it. If we look at just recently a year or two ago, right, two of the best players on the planet, Brooks Kepka and and, and Bryson DeChambeau, you could argue that you you couldn't argue either one is definitively better than the other. And wildly different approaches. Brooks is step in and hit it, don't really think about it. And Bryson has analyzed every little blade of grass, every wind speed, every every element that there is to get it exact. And, and you know, how do you say which one's better? Well, that depends on the personality. So, I mean, yeah. Bryson doesn't – I don't know who – Bryson doesn't work with anybody on his golf swing. He just tries Chris to Como. hit Como. Oh, yeah, but – Big time. Yeah. What do you mean doesn't work with anybody? They're together all day, every day. Yeah. My I mean, he's out of the <laughs> – He's bad. out of the Highlands occasionally, right? My Bryson, Bryson yeah. comes out there, right? He does a he ton does. of work with my, Como. My bad. Is he ever out there at the same time as Davis Riley? No, but that just goes to show you they're both they, – uh, Chris Como and, and, and DeChambeau are both weirdos, man, so they fit. They should be married, man. <laughs> By weirdos, you mean really good at golf? Just weird. So you guys have – before we get into the Zozo Championship uh, recap, you guys have any firsthand accounts of dudes, golfers, that were just horrible with – uh, with instructors that just never could get along with an instructor, that just never listened to an instructor, that went through a bunch of instructors in short periods of time, just hard-headed. Boy, it's kind of, I mean, maybe throw Tiger in that group a little bit as often as he changed. Yeah, that's, right? cr- that's a good one. Seeking perfection. Right. Um, I, I, and, and Tiger's going to be maybe the most finicky of the guys out there, but – you don't see guys really change all that often. Mm-hmm. Ricky Fowler, you get too many voices in your head, and that's that's problems also. Right, Ricky, Ricky Fowler's blown through a few of them, but it's going back to now. He's back with Butch, like we talked about a few weeks ago. Look how much his game has transformed. So when he was playing well, Ricky was with Butch, and then he kind of, you know, he a little bit of bad streak or one a different voice. It's a little bit like your caddy too. Like 
you know, it might be the same thing what you're telling them, but it just comes across different. Sure. You, you right? hear that that's in, okay. You hear that in team sports about, you know, coaches losing a locker room and, and just needing to change, even, yeah, though, right. even though coaches are really good, accomplished guys. But for some reason, there's just a, an issue that arises somewhere. And it's a personality <laughs> mix, though, too, right? I mean, you got to have the same, whether the same person, not same personality, but uh, like personalities that get along. You know, well, not, and, and the and coach. Everybody's personality is the same. When coach has got to present information in a way that, that the personality wants to hear. And it's listen. It, that's I, true of anybody in any being taught anything, yeah, though. And that, yeah, and that's yeah. really the the trick of coaching. That's one of the things I have to try to do as as a teacher is present information in a way that my students can, can synthesize it. And this is where I like probably it's kind of changed and evolved a little bit. When when if you look fifteen years ago, instruction was called teaching, right? Now it's evolved into coaching, right? It's more coaching and and. For me as an instructor, and we're all a little bit different, we're instructors. I want to, my first lesson is probably the most important for me is because it's a kind of an interview process. What do you want? What kind of personality are you? How much time do you have to work? And that's a little bit like instructors also. I mean, you got to know your student well enough to know what they want, know what you can tell them. And it's not always instruction on, on your golf swing. Like, you know, it's not, you know, Butch, Butch ain't changing much in Ricky Fowler's golf swing. It's just how he says it yeah, motivationally. You have, to, you have to remember that, you know, to implement changes in a golf swing takes a long time. So that's another reason why you don't see these guys jump ship. I mean, it can take a year yeah. just to build a new motor program and learn a new skill. Or if a, if a coach really wants him to swing the club differently, then it takes a long time to do it. So that's why I don't think you see them jump. I mean, if they've tried something new – it took, you know, eight or 12 months to implement it, to get it feeling good. And then he sees some result from it, you know, like a top 10 finish or a win for some reason. And he's not going anywhere for a while. And it's a trust factor more than anything else, really. Yep. I mean, absolutely. That's how you look at it. Well, and I'll tell you this as a, as a novice golfer, a novice athlete, whatever, throughout my whole life, I used to be a much better athlete than I am now, You're by the way. Novice, that's, that's very strong. That's a strong not, you don't think I'm even novice level? Strong opinion of yourself <laughs> well, as novice. I, I thought that fit quite but well, uh, I think he's he's. Inter- I'm a novice at life. Okay, he might Let's- just be nov. <laughs> All right, I'll t- you know what? I'll even accept that. Okay, I mean, who am I to argue with Gerber? Um, I will tell you that, and you guys know this as instructors uh, or playing sports, other sports in your life. Muscle memory is one of the hardest things in the in the world to overcome and to change. Once you've learned something like a golf swing. Not maybe even learn, but once you've gotten in bad habits, swinging a golf club, doing things the wrong way, the hardest thing to do is to correct it and to change it. And like Buss said, sometimes it takes a year, even for a pro golfer, yeah. it may take up to a year for him to figure out, like, I'm doing this the wrong way. But, dude, it is the hardest thing when someone it tells is. you, try this, not this. And I'll, I'll give you an example, not sports-related. How many of us know how to tie our shoes? I mean, I'm new at it, but I, yes. I do know how to tie shoes, right? Yes. Okay. So everybody has a way they tie their shoes. You might cross over your laces. Try and then, to do it the other way. And then <laughs> if you try to do it, like if you cross over the, oh, the right lace over the left lace, for, you know, if that's how yeah. you've been doing it, try doing it left lace over the right lace and oh. then go, dude, you can't. Like you think about it and I'm you're shivering like. shivering just thinking about it. Exactly. Because <laughs> you can't. And that is all based on muscle memory. Sports and athletics are the same. Once you learn to do something a specific way, dude, it is really hard. I'll tell you what else, even easier. Whatever hand you normally brush your teeth with, mm. brush your teeth with the other hand tonight when you go home. Okay, I'm going to try that. It is messed up, dude. It will mess with your brain. You will sit there and think about things about life 
that you have never thought of before. I'm and brushing your teeth. So am I. Of course you are. I am too. I am too. Yeah, with with things other than brushing my teeth. Me. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just you know, I'm I'm telling you, man, muscle memory is really hard to overcome when you're doing stuff wrong. You brush your teeth. Me? Yeah. Like four times a day. Really? Well, I got fewer teeth in my head than most of the people, so I got to keep the ones I got. You ever floss? No. No, that to me, that's the most, dis- one of that. that's right up there with eating your own poop. That's you why got, you got pyrrhea. You, you guys, I just can't. You guys know where the toothbrush was invented? Egypt. What a great lead in Ken, to the recap Ken, of the Zozo <laughs> Kentucky. from Japan. Please tell me it's not Japan. No, it was made in Kentucky because if it would have made, been made anywhere else, they'd have called it a teeth brush. Oh. Is it? You know what? I'm giving Hearst full right. credit for this, that one right there. Yes, this is Hearst's last show. Our next segment is sponsored I'm giving by. Hearst full credit for that one because that was freaking funny. I might use that on Drunk Sports next uh, at 7 o'clock Central. The next um, segment is sponsored by Oral You know, my, my, father is from, my father is from Kentucky, so that's not that's not correct. Sorry to hear that, Gerb. But he moved to Ohio, right? Well, he's a great man. He just, you know, he's got a little wise. Well, I'm from Louisiana, but everybody still makes fun of me. So. Well, they should. They should. I don't even have a sister. Everybody says I dated my sister. I mean, I dated somebody's sister. They got family trees that don't, don't fork who. down there. They do. That in Arkansas and Mississippi and Alabama. Yeah. But not in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah of course Everybody not. in Texas is great. Of course yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the Zozo, I need to remind everybody of our social media handles. Please come in and follow us, especially Johnny, if you want in on his picks. The show is at From the Rough PGA. Johnny is at J Gerber PGA Pro. Bus is at the real C Bus with one S. I am at Andy Cartem. I'm guessing her still doesn't have his Twitter handle ready. We're getting closer. And we will throw out a special thanks to the Highlands Performance Golf Center in North Carrollton. Um, and I'm guessing they still don't have a Twitter handle either. Um, that I would love well, we to have, give out well, every we show. Instagram. We have yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody's on Instagram. <laughs> Unless you're a 12-year-old girl. Dude, we got, a million, we got a million hits on that one Instagram thing. We I did. We did. It. I should pay more attention to Instagram. Yes. I just don't know how it works. I don't know who Fast, I, I don't know who fast Graham is, but he's doing, pretty, he's doing a pretty, pretty good job. He's the lead singer of Foreigner? Yeah. Fast Graham? Lou, that was Insta. Lou Graham. Insta. Oh, Lou maybe Graham. it was his brother. I'm Insta. sorry. Insta. Insta Graham. Yeah. All right. Now we're getting sexual. Next show. Uh, by the way, we need to give a big shout out to Nancy Gerber. Thanks for watching the show, Nancy. We appreciate you being here each and every week. Did she tweet in? Keeping did Johnny she, in line. Did she Instagram in? She Instagrammed in, yeah. She All said, right. please keep Johnny in line, Tim. You are my favorite on the show. She thinks you're funny. She said, you are the funniest, most handsome person I've seen in a long time. No, I said, she thinks you're funny. Just shut it down from there. And then she said, call me. That's, a, that's just one more step that I got to deal with. Stop. Boys, the Zozo. Hope your dad's not watching. He is. <laughs> Boys, the Zozo Championship. Uh, live from Japan, oddly enough. Still don't know why the, the tour goes to Japan. I haven't figured that one we out talked yet. About we talked about week. it last week, and you guys still didn't convince me it's the right thing to do. Low learner over there. They huh? can't let you in. Muscle memory. Colonel, Colonel, you don't have a, gol- you don't have a passport. That's why you can't. Uh, Keegan Bradley held off Ricky Fowler. Man, I really thought Ricky was going to pull this one out. He was he was right there, but he got held off by Ke- the great, by the way, future Hall of Famer Keegan Bradley, um, who, who, by the way, cried. Did you guys see this live? Why are you guys so against the guy? I cried, cried, too. I cried, too. God, you know what? I cried you in Titanic. Hating Bubba. I know. We all hate Bubba, but, you know, you only hate him because Wait, he's Wait, who hates I Bubba? I have a Bubba. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hate him because he's just an. No, Johnny just. Wait, we don't like. We don't like Bubba. 
No. Oh, man, that's news to me. No, he's on the list. Oh, I didn't know that. Bubba, Bubba Watson is on the okay, list. Okay, again, we got to do a segment of your list because I still don't know who's on your list. Arnold Palmer's on man, your list. Every, every, Bubba, every, Bubba, coming up. every Bubba is on the list except my buddy Bubba Dickerson. He's not on the list. So every Bubba. What about Hubba Bubba? Like that, chewing gum. That's that's what Bust likes, Hubba Bubba. It makes your jaw hurt. You got Man, any it. gum double makes bubble. my jaw hurt. Double bubble. Oh yeah, he yelled at me one time because he wanted double hub uh, double bubble. Yes, and I got him hubba bubba. Oh. He's like, don't eat the same. Well, it's not I'm bubble. Like, what no. are you talking about? Bubble yes. was always better. Okay, first of all, if a dude Different. sends another dude to go buy his chewing gum, that's just weird. I was I'm at just the saying. store. I, he wanted to. Well, I didn't buy him smoke. He's like, he could buy me some heaters. I said, I don't buy people heaters. You know, no. Do they still make big league chew? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. That's like sending another dude to go to go buy your tampons for you. No, that's the next show. You just Please. don't do that. Please, next show. Boys, two golfers who haven't won in years battled it out at the Narashino Country Club on Sunday as Keegan Bradley held off Ricky with the IE Fowler down down there in that Japan, wherever that is. That goes Toyo Tire Spot. Um, <laughs> Wait, were they on the card for it? Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. I take it all back. I had to make a call tomorrow. <laughs> a long-winning drought was broken on Sunday at the Zozo Championship in Japan, but perhaps not the one everyone was expecting as Ricky Fowler came into the final round leading and looking for his first victory since 2019 in Phoenix. But he was clipped in the end by a single stroke. What was it, 1,500 to 1,400, right? Yes. That is the cutoff for a good golf tournament. Anything over 1,500 is just, I'm out. It's boring, it's ridiculous, it's unnecessary. You're going to be happy this week, then. Might as well go play putt-putt or something, because it would probably have been more entertaining. Um, but uh, Keegan Bradley had experienced even a longer time between wins with his last victory uh, last victory coming at the 2018 BMW. Who knew that? Who knew that that was his last victory? Me. I mean, now that I've said it, you guys can all... I know that he's a former Rookie of the Year. Is he? Yeah. For golf? Well. Or NFL? Yeah, that seems longer. I would have guessed that Ricky had a longer wait before his win than Keegan. No, it was just 2019 Phoenix yeah. when Ricky won. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it seems longer, doesn't it? Seems it? longer, yeah. Uh, Bradley shot a 268, which was two better than Fowler and good enough to finish at 15 under, one ahead of Ricky. The man with whom he was playing, it was a bit of a ride for both players. They both sought streaks. They had never wished to start. Fowler shot his worst round of the week on Sunday, unfortunately, a 70. It's pretty good if that's your worst round of the week, right? Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, Bradley nursed the lead coming down the backstretch, but kicked it away with bogeys at 14 and 16. The latter on account of a shank coming out of a bunker. And trust me, I know about shanking out of bunkers. You certainly do. Um, it, like in life, not even just in golf. Shank coming out of bunkers all the time. He buried the birdie on 17 to retake the lead, maintained it with a par in the final hole. Bradley's quote, I have a quote here from Bradley. This is, the, And I normally don't read quotes on the show, but I had to read this one. Bradley said after winning for the fifth time on the PGA Tour, quote, I've been crying since I finished. I can't remember the last time I cried. I talked to my wife on the phone a second ago with FaceTime. Bitch. I can't keep it together. I don't know what's wrong with me. End quote. I mean, really, dude. I would have worn him out. I, we got him. He won this week for us, so I we did because you picked him. I know. I'm not going to say much about him, but come on. I'm like, come on, dude. Can you not save it for the clubhouse? Yeah. You got to Facetime your wife, like right there on the green. You can't wait until well, yeah. You go sign your card, Probably. and it's all official. He's weird. Probably could. get a couple of martinis in you. He don't drink. He yeah. No. 
I don't know. He's an oddball. He wasn't um, thinking that far ahead that day. He was only playing it one shot at a time. He thought no one was watching he because he was just didn't think anybody was eighteen hours ahead. I mean, he's thirty six. So you know what they say: once you get older, you know how difficult it is to win on the tour. So maybe it just means more to him now. But still, dude, crying. There's no crying in baseball. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Unless he got like a Honda Accord for life or something for winning there. <laughs> a Honda Accord for life. I mean, Toyota Tires. That probably, probably made me cry. Sponsored by Toyota Tires. But he could just trade. He could trade the model anytime he wanted, no matter what. It's I mean, Toyota so Tires. Maybe he was just really happy to be the tallest person over there. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Bus is just. Bringing it today. Da, 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 da. We're never going to get an Asian sponsor. That's what, ha- that's what happens when you get that one tangare in you. Wow. Well, <laughs> here's my penis. <laughs> this is bus in well, five minutes. Just yeah. saying. I, I I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. It's not like he's a first time winner. It's not You're like right. he's a guy who is like uh, Robert Adam or Brad Adamonis who's been trying his whole life. Ah, to that's make my a, guy. I, I know. That's what I mean. Just yeah. trying his whole life to win and to make make the tour. Then he wins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what a great dude that is. That's and it's not like it's the ma- it's not like it's a major. A major yeah. can make us all emotional. Even yeah. the players' championship, you can get emotional. But this is just this is an off season limited field. We're in a different country. Let's just keep it together. He might have felt guilty. He might have went one of those Japanese bathhouses and felt guilty for <laughs> the night before. And he won, and I don't know. That could be that could that could be it. He felt wow. he felt bad. Remor- I'm okay with that. Remorse is brutal. Well, I wouldn't know. I've never know. felt it before. What does Brady think about it? I got no comment. No, he doesn't have any. <laughs> about remorse? No, no, no. <laughs> Brady's never been remorseful. No, no, about him crying. Oh. I, he oh. Uh, I mean, I, I get it, but come on. Okay. That's right. Fair. That's, I think that's I how mean, we come on. <laughs> Y'all make sure Johnny's not dying in there. I don't know what's happening That was there. close. That was 50-50 right there. Did you just cry? No. Yeah. He's crying on camera. It's these great. A- these allergies can go to hell here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you'll be done with those here soon enough because you're moving to Japan. I know. Dr. Wish. Hun Chung Chow. They got a lot of good things. For I don't know what I just said, but I bet it was. For a big white man like me. Ricky Fowler tied for second at 14 under. And I just don't know, like, looking at his career the last few years, I just don't know if, like, the average golf fan knows the struggles that Ricky Fowler has had, like, over the last few years. You only, know what I mean? Like Only in golf. It's only well, yeah, 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 yeah. Trust, trust me, he's yeah. got pretty good. Yeah, so he's got three top tens in the last 30 months. He was ranked behind, God, I don't even know how to say these people's names. In the world, official world golf rankings, I'm going to try to say these names. These are people that were ahead of him. Marcus Helgildi and Kaito Onishi. How far did he fall down? What did he get down to? Uh, I don't have his lowest here at all. He missed three majors in 2022, and he has zero strokes gained over two years over anybody. Hmm. That's in a two years. Stat. Hmm. Um, so, yes. Looks the like f- he's currently number 106. Wait, in two years. Yeah, in two what it years. says. What it says. That means he teeing it up at any time in those two years was dead last in strokes gain. So what is that? For two years? It says zero. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's time wow. to pick a new sport. Yeah. Yeah. Looks, I mean, he tried, like, to, he tried motocross. He didn't get outside of, looks like uh, his worst ranking fell to like 173. Okay. Do you guys know who those two people are that I butchered their names? No, we wouldn't. No. Marcus Helikildi and Kayuto but a lot of us also would like to be ranked 173rd. I guess. Would you? No, I wouldn't yes. take it. I'd want better. Sure. It's, it's, well. it's pretty good. I mean, if yeah. I applied myself, I could be that by next week. 
We just thought he was another tiger when he came out. That's all. That's, well, he that's was all. at I first, know. right? That's, that's why That's why we're talking about him so much. I mean, he had the attitude. He had the really hair coming out of his He won in 19. That's not that long ago. He, he was never, basically a motocross man. racer playing golf. Yeah. Is that, what he was. He, listen, you want to root for Ricky Fowler, right? I mean, he does I love everything. Ricky. He, he does everything good. And did you see the that you and I talked about it? Did you see the excerpt when he got finished and he lost, right? The kind of played bad yeah. towards the end. And he finished, signed his scorecard, got done, and there was like 200, 250 fans all around. And he walked over and signed every single. Yeah, no, 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 no. So as he's walking out, it wasn't defeat. First, yeah, it wasn't just fans, dude. It was kids. Kids, yeah. There were like 200 Japanese little kids, like with some group that was there to watch the tournament. First class person. I've yeah, never heard walking, anything bad yeah. about him. He's trying all. to walk off the green, you know, wants to go have dinner or whatever. And they're like, it was late because he stayed on the course for a while. And because it's it was dusk, like it's how late it was on the course, and these little kids and their whatever parents are there, and they're yelling at him, Ricky, 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 man. He walked over, and there were people trying to pull him away. Like, no, dude, don't don't start it. He pulled away from the people trying to pull him away, and went over there and literally signed everybody's autograph that offered all two hundred little kids. And here's the difference: here's the, between him and Phil. I think Phil was fake as shit. He would do that just for that. Ricky's genuine when he does that, right? It's just it's just innate and innate in him for him to do it. He doesn't feel obligated to do it. He wants to do it. Ricky Phil, Ricky wouldn't have known there was a camera on him when he did it. That's right. Phil, right. Phil would be looking for a camera to make sure. Sure that it, yeah. it got caught. Absolutely. That's the difference. Uh, Xander Shoffley tied for ninth at 10 under. Uh, he nearly shot the round of the day on Sunday with a 565, um, but it just was not enough. He has not shot over. Get this. When I found this out about Xander Shoffley, he has not shot over par in the final round of a PGA Tour event in more than two years. Well, that that is a tremendous stat. That yeah, that is really not surprising, though. I mean, because if you watch golf, he's he's in contention every week, and he, and he plays in everything. It seems like. Well, he doesn't, doesn't that tell you that he struggles early? I mean, in the maybe early in the first couple of rounds, he struggles a little bit. Well, no, and, because a lot of the guys, I well, I personally don't think so, because a lot of the guys that. They don't play their best round on Sunday. I mean, some of these guys have stroke. I mean, think about it. Some of the guys shoot 64, 62, yeah. 72, and then they have, a, they have a two or three shot cushion, and then they shoot one under on Sunday. So that doesn't surprise me. And it's a hard thing to do on tour and any time to, to follow up a great round with a good, like with another great round, right? That's why you always look at my betting cards. You had a really low round. In the next in the next round, I usually bet against them, right? Because sure. it's just really hard to follow up a, a, a really low you round. Don't, you don't go lights out two days in a no, row. You no, usually don't. <laughs> uh, Colin Morikawa and Cameron Young, your new uh, rookie of the year, um, two Presidents Cup players. Uh, Morikawa at two under was uh, tied for forty fifth. Young at uh, one under was tied for fifty third. Both of these guys are President's Cup players. They went to Japan. They couldn't crack the top 40. So that's got to be disappointing for them. So is there any chance that these guys are on a, uh, hey, we better play better or we won't even make the Ryder Cup team no, situation? Way, way too early to think about yeah, that. Way is it? Way too early. Yeah, of course. Oh, you, screw me. Yeah, you never know You never know what part of the season guys are emphasizing. Right. Yeah, yeah, 100% right. I mean, these guys are winding down for the most part, these guys. And they might play this week, maybe next week, and then they, you know, they're not going to play a lot these, more at the end of the year. These fall events typically are, are populated by guys who are the rookies who just yeah. came off the nationwide yeah. in their card. And, and the guys who are in the back half of the, you know, the 125 uh, typically are who you're seeing. You know, this week notwithstanding, it's a great field this week, but – 
um, that that would be the normal kind of kind of deal there. I'm not worried about either one of those two guys think, going boss? forward. No, I, I no, I agree. I mean, I feel like that. Yes, I feel like this is the end of the tournaments that kind of matter. Well, next this week, this week does. This was a good one. Yeah, one good field. Up. But then you have your rookies and you have your guys who have to play in everything to start the year. Or else they're going to lose their card. Yeah, sure. So and next year it'll change because they're not doing the wraparounds. Yeah, that's so right. You'll see a you'll see a little bit. And the ele- man, that's going to be ele- weird. In the elevated events, they're going to be a little different. Yeah. Um, with the, with the idea of trying to have more powerhouse fields and getting the best players together all in the same tournaments, so there's going to be some changes in how this goes. Yeah. That's going to be weird going back to the normal schedule. I'm just saying, what after two years of wraparound and and no off season, well, wraparound's been going on for yeah three eight, or four or five. Eight, yeah, five, yeah, five, yeah five, six, that's seven, what. Eight. So yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, all right, boys, let's get into our picks from last week. Uh, what happened, Bus? Oh, I don't know. My my streamyard just went out. Is that normal? Uh, no. Click on the blue button there at the bottom. Okay. I didn't touch anything. I think you did. I think I, you're messing with things you're not supposed to mess with, Bus. Production oh. at its finest. Uh, producing on the fly. All right, don't do anything else. There he is. Else. He's back. Yeah, don't He's do back. anything else Bus yet. is back. Hey, I didn't touch. Bus. I didn't touch anything. Hey, it's Bus. He's drunk again. I th- Bus I didn't is drunk. Anything. Uh, boys, real quick, let's uh, get into our picks and predictions. I'll put Bus back on the screen here in just a second when we get done with this. Um, I'll go over my three picks first, and then Brady can get into his guys to watch before Johnny gets to gloat. And show how great he is, at, and show everybody how great he is at picking winners. I mean, I, I'm playing checkers. Everybody You've done else it. is playing chess. Now listen, Tim. And Tim, wait, just, isn't it the other way around? <laughs> no, checkers is a lot easier than chess. I know, but you said you're playing chess while they're no, playing checkers. I said I'm playing checkers. Everyone hey, I give you five dollars. You tell me what movie that's from. A boogie night from a movie. No, boogie, boogie night. Boogie. Wow, what's on Johnny's mind? You know your mom's watching. I know. Training day. Training day. All right. Anyway. Never saw now, it. Now, Tim, just to remind you, I don't do picks, but I will certainly I comment. On everyone's Yeah, picks. absolutely. Okay. Well, I hope yeah, so. That's why it. you're here, to comment. Love it. And give your opinion. So my picks, and I I, I uh, curse Johnny, because anytime I've got one of my, because I pick three. I pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. John picks multiples for these for those positions. Anytime we have a crossover, it's a jinx on Johnny. Yes. And by the way, that's going to come into play again for the CJ. Cup. You might, we might, maybe, but we might. We might uh, a crossover. We, I, like, I like him. Outside of his winners, Johnny was a little tough. I so, mean. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I had Terrell I had Hatton. Five. I had Terrell Hatton, <clears throat> who ended up uh, as my winner, ended up tied for 45th at two under. My top 10. Hey, at least none of them missed the cut, though. Yeah, I had, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I had Tommy Fleetwood in my top 10. He tied for 53rd at one under. And then my top 20, I had Lucas Herbert, who finished tied for 59th at even. And by the way, I did something different this week. I don't think I put it on y'all's run sheet, but I have it in my... Oh, I... Uh, did finish, I? yeah. Yeah, I did. So, I, I did an average finish, all right? Mm. So, again, keep in mind, I only have three. Mm. The average finish of my players were was 52.33. Well, that's not bad. That makes the cut. Yeah, no, this week. Well, not yeah. this week. There's only, well, only not this 75. Week. Yeah, there's only... The there was no cut. There was no cut. Well, I just mean in general. Yeah. So I was going to do this uh, like going forward with me and Johnny's picks and, and, uh, and Brady's like too, but that. I didn't have your picks recorded, Brady. I, 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 oh. I saw your run sheet, and I got my average. I got it. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. perfect. perfect of course, I didn't of course have he it. does. Of course of he course does. So let's get into your guys to watch, Brady. Yeah, I took four guys. Uh, right. I had um, two guys finishing the top 20, two guys out of it, so that makes me six and six on the year for picking top 20s. Mm. Uh, I had Tom Kim, who finished two shots out of the top 20. He was 25th <laughs> at minus six. I got another big X on Sepp Straka at, at two under, finishing 45th. Spin the wheel. And then <laughs> and then I do have two winners with Tom Hoagie 
uh, shooting 10 under. He finished in a tied for ninth. And hey, Gerby said his name right. About damn time, Hurst. And, and then we got Maverick McNeely also mm. as a top 20, finishing uh, nine under at 11th place. My average finish was 22nd. And this is a great thing. Every time Hurst, since he's, he's just being a bitch and he's not really putting mm. money on this thing, mm. every time you have a losing week, and, and Ty is actually losing because you lose juice, you got to spin the wheel. I was down uh, $15 this week. I'm up 180 through three weeks. Units. That, that you got to spin the wheel. Units. 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 You got to spin Now we're in Texas. Oh, wait. Yeah, we have to say units. <laughs> units. I'm not spinning the wheel. I'm, I'm saying dollars because I, I bet for real. But you got to spin the wheel. Johnny's Picks brought to you by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader in online sports betting, BetUS. Join today and use our promo code DSP125, and you get a 125% bonus on your cash deposit. If you like to bet with crypto, however the hell that works. Mm, they love it there. Use the promo code DSP200 and get a 200% bonus on your crypto deposit. Bet horses, um, pop culture, sports, golf, really everything under the sun over there at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. Johnny, go ahead and brag. Well, I'm not bragging. I'm just used to winning by now, so it's not really bragging. And it's not bragging if, you, if, if you're if you good at what you do, right? I mean, listen, this is the eighth win of the year. So going through our picks, we had Terrell Hatton, and that was a loser uh, before they even started because he you had him on your card. So I, I, wanted, I wanted to cross him off. He, he uh, finished <laughs> T45 at minus two. Uh, Davis Riley, plus three, which is, man, God, I can't figure this guy out, man. Plus – Plus three. I think Davis Riley six, needs seven. to play the mini golf course over at Highlands Man, instead gotta, of being uh, on the tee box. He, he was little. really good until you started talking to him. Yeah, that's probably that's valid. <laughs> <laughs> that's valid, Buzz. Johnny walked uh, up to me. Uh, good for you, Buzz. Johnny walked yeah, up there while he's on the tee box and goes, uh, dude, you're moving your hips too much. No. You need to keep them still. I said, dude, you're swinging at it great. Don't change a thing. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, I can't figure the guy out, but I, I'm looking for him for a great year. T67 for Davis Riley. Ham sandwich pick. Uh, Brandon Steele. Massive friend of the show at T40 at my Street. But look at this. He was a leader after the first round. I think he just he, – he had a little bit too much fun after round one. Went down, and I won't even comment on that. But we'll, we'll, uh, we'll move forward. And we had our winner, eighth winner of the year. Mm. Uh, we've had eight winners this year, seven second-place finishes. Uh, Keegan Bradley, first-place finish at minus 15. Uh, so – like I said, another another great week for us. We also had another winner with Victor Hovland, T5 to finish in the top 10 at minus 12. Uh, Curtis Tyrone Pan, T59, shot even par. Uh, no candy for that. Two top 20s, Kurt Kitayama, T29, uh, minus five. He was one shot out of getting getting in that top uh, getting in that top 20 that cashed a little bit more money for us. And Aaron, two gloves, Rye, T36, minus four. Average finish, as Tim wants to put on there, is 44th place. But going into uh, – after after the week, we profited $3,060. We had no matchups this week. It was just really hard to figure out what we're doing with the time change. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't really feel like getting up early and trying to handicap this thing <laughs> after about – after about a uh, eight beer night, so nobody blamed I, 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 eight. I, I, yeah, I'll the first hour it's beer. My, I've never seen you drink a beer. My mother is I've watching. Never it's, seen you drink a beer. I've never it's, seen you have ate anything. It's usually quit after two. Okay, it's pumpkin thank you. beer season. I'm thank actually you. surprised. Forty four seems a little high. Yeah, I feel like with, with a win. I feel like with a win that that would move it up considerably. That's how bad some of the others were. Yeah, he messed up. I did not mess up. Is CT Pan's name really Curtis Trailer or whatever you said? Curtis Tyrone. That's his name. No. Oh, okay. That's just say. like Jeff.
Jeffrey Tyrone Mills. Okay. That's I, what I yeah. said. I bet I've his always, name isn't. I've always wondered what CT stood for. I didn't but, yeah, just a great profit of the week. Like I said, $3,060 net profit. That bus, uh, that boosted our totals to $27,595 profit for the year. No matchups, at, uh, so we, we stayed at matchups at 96 and 54. If so, you ain't following, you ain't winning. That's very correct. That's very correct. So, hey, listen, another profit of the week. Like I said, eight winners this year, seven. Eight? Se- eight. That makes eight. Seven second-place finishes. So, hey, listen, we got a, we got a few more events. Uh, looking forward to this week's event. I know the golf course pretty well, um, and I, I, I'm looking forward to this week, and I, I really feel like we can get, have back-to-back winners. Very good, Johnny. Everybody, make sure you follow Johnny and the show to get his winners every week before we go subscription service-based. Because he's good enough for us to charge whatever the hell we want for his picks. Uh, at Jay Gerber, PGA Pro on Twitter. At From the Rough PGA on Twitter for the show. You can also find his picks on Instagram. Just search John Gerber or From the Rough and also on the Facebook. And of course, the book face. We talk about them every week here. And you'll get the full analysis, by the way. And you'll see this as we get into the CJ Cut preview when we're done and Johnny does his picks. He will tell you why. He likes every single player, not just saying, hey, just do what I say and do what I do and pick this guy. He will tell you exactly why he likes that guy, and it makes all the sense in the world when you follow and you win Johnny Gerber. Boys, how about a little CJ Cup? Mm, I love the logo for this event. Mm, Yeah. I like the colors. Do you? Yeah, I like the little flower tulips. Is that, I don't know what it's supposed there to be. Ah, it's cool looking. It's thrown on the screen for everybody to see it here. What yeah. the hell is? What is that supposed to be? It's, it's, it's like three bold. B- balloons or three like rainbow. CJ is like a yeah. What is CJ? Curtis. They got tons of money. They sponsor every Korean player who's ever been yeah. born. They, 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 they're doing it right. Curtis Johannesburg or something. I don't know what. Yeah. Curtis. Okay, if everybody thinks Curtis Johannesburg is what CJ stands for, I want you to text in now. Uh, to our show. I'm not even going to text you, so I know it's wrong. Um, really? Yeah. All right, I'm trying to throw this up on the screen. Give me just yeah. a second. I don't know what here. it means, but it's a conglomerate. It's a it's a big Japanese company. And it is. I mean, we're a conglomerate. They, spend a lot, they sponsor golf. They spend a lot of time in golf. Right. Is it Japanese or Korean? I think it's Korean. I think it's Korean. Korean. Yeah, I said Korean players. What's, oh, I, I said yeah, Japanese. Sorry, okay. that, that was my mistake. What's, that was last week. What's, yeah. what's, what's, uh, what's the difference? South Korean conglomerate holding company. Yeah, okay. as uh, Hearst is googling things. Don't you now. love those companies that can business. list in one sentence and you don't? You don't. They're know a what holding they, company. You don't know what they do. Yeah. Food, food service, pharmaceuticals, <laughs> yeah. biotechnology, entertainment, and media. All right. Shopping, logistics. They do everything. CJ Cup. We're into everything. <laughs> CJ Group was originally sounds like Walmart. It was originally a branch of Samsung. Until yeah. it was separated in the night. Oh, I feel like they should have stuck with Samsung. They could call it the Samsung Cup. Yeah, I would have gone with that. Uh, boys, it's another limited field, no cut event. Again, why? Just to make you mad. Well, just they, they, they want some guys to play later in the year, right? But I mean, it's too it's, early in the year for limited field it's, tournaments. It's and we have two in, in a row. It's end of October. Wait a second, dude. early in the year. Yeah, it's, it's end of October, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. It's too early in the year. It, it's oh, like this, the fourth week of the year. I know. Kind of. yeah. Why do you got to have limited field events already? What are the guys doing right now for two weeks in a row that, that weren't invited to play? What are they doing? Spending time with their families? I don't know who. I don't know. I mean, I that's don't, overrated. I mean, I don't know. It's a good field this week. Let's I, go there. I know yeah. it is, and, and I would think that you know this, they, they got a lot of money. They're sponsoring a big time event. They they can do what they want to do. Yep, I agree. So, yeah. 
So does the sponsor dictate that it's a limited field event? Sure. Yeah. I, I would say that. yes. I don't think that's yeah. right. Yes, 100%. Or the host. Sure, the host. 100%. Sponsor. No, it's the tour, and they're like, hey, we have this event. It's going to be limited know. field. I, I no uh, sponsor. It. I think a part of this is that both of Zozo and this event are, were back-to-back overseas, right? They would go to Japan, then up to Korea, and then home. And so limiting travel at some of those guys who were going to go over, play both events. The, the operation and they knew only 78 made. people could afford it? Yeah, maybe. Because uh, it is at the Congaree Golf Club in Ridgeland, South Carolina. It's a par 71, 7,655 yards with a $10.5 million purse, which means it's about 655 yards longer than the Zozo was. At, at sea level. And I was going to say elevation change. But it's going to play differently. It's a it's a firm, fast golf course. Because they don't overseed. It's going to be a firm. Well, firm and it's play. built on a sand base. It's based on some of the, the sand belt courses kind of uh, down in, in Australia, the Royal Melbourne course. Good day, mate. Visually, it's going to be something similar to like Pinehurst or, or maybe you might even consider – Something like Whistling Straits. It's a Tom uh, Fazio, right? Comparative from a look feature. Yeah, it won't have the elevation not, as Whistling, but yeah, not a ton of rough and and um, the fairways are going to be wide. And, and when you get off the fairway, you're going down in sand. Yes, so, um, you're going to see guys hit a lot it's of the only fairways. Defense they have. Yes. It's another Tom Fazio course, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, so. yeah, yeah, yep. I believe so. Yep. Well, are always so much a, fun to play. What he ever did? Yeah, it looks Everything. Great. Why? His courses are so much fun to play. Why? Yeah, they're just so enjoyable. I don't know the, the the way he use the way he shapes the fairways a little bit. Like some of the courses have, you know, they have like forgiveness mounds on the right and left side of the fairway. They just look. They're just very visually appealing. Are like, they Are they harder to play than they look? Like what's the What's I think the... he can play. Well, that's I think they can play as hard as they want to be. I think he does a lot of resort courses, right, which are meant to be fun, but Here. he could also. You know, toughen it up because he has multi-level greens and he can make it longer if he wants. Here's what I like about Fazio. It's in front of you, right? There's not a lot of trickery. Like, he's not trying to... to no, it's not like Tilling Tilling has. Tilling has just trying to mine or, F. Or, or the he die yeah, or... Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Same he, thing. Yeah, and, and I like that. I mean, it's right in front of you. You play... I mean, you hit the ball good. You, you, you're you going to hit good shots. You, you're going to get rewarded. You hit bad shots, you're going to get penalized. It's really that simple. Uh, so, it, as uh, Brady alluded to, it's uh, going to welcome 15 of the top 20 players in the official world golf rankings, including Scotty Scheffler, the defending champion Rory McIlroy, which is still hard for me to say, uh, even if I'm drinking or not, uh, John Rahm. When are you never not drinking? That's that's a good point. Yeah. <clears throat> so, it's hard for me to say just about all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> McElroy plays the role of defending champion despite his victory occurring hundreds of miles away last year at the Summit in Las Vegas. Uh, the world number two hopes to win back-to-back titles at two different venues, much like he did this past summer at the Canadian Open. Um, anybody think Rory's got a chance? Yes. He always has a chance, but I don't know. Unless he's slumping, and we don't have any indications that he is. Well, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't know that by now anyway. Is, is he on your bitch list? No. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, so, Scheffler, again, on the another, we're going to get into odds in, in just a second. I think Scheffler's third, Rory is first in the odds. Um, but, of course, Scheffler and uh, Rory battled at the Tour Championship where Sheffler faltered on the last day. I see a sophomore slump coming for Scotty. Man, I kind of do, too. Well, he wasn't very good in the President's Cup. Well, that's no. true. That's a good point that Brady made. I, I, I and, mean, 0-3-1 at the President's Cup. And if you Cup. consider the strokes that Rory was behind starting the Tour Championship, I mean, he got waxed. 
Now, okay, wait a second. Well, uh, well, we don't want to get too far off. I don't know. I mean, a slump. I mean, it's going to be tough. He had such a phenomenal year. So what right, would yeah, you yeah. consider a slump? That would be not doing anything. That well, he didn't finish the season very strong. Right. Who's Scott? Oh, like at all. Yeah. Scheffler. Won three times. Earlier in the year. I know, but I don't care. I mean, right. win once, you'd be happy. If you won once, you'd keep your card every single I'll, year and you'd finish. But you can still 75. say that you finished poorly. Sure. One, he, one win max this year. For well, I was yeah, just that's fine. At, well, oh, one win max. Okay, that's, okay. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, we're not saying he's going to miss every cut, but I kind of agree with no, Brady. Like I wanted him to define it. He defined it. Let's that's just good. say he's not going to have the same year he had last year. Let's just. Let's well, that would be impossible. That would be, that would be Tiger. Okay, but, th- but then is that, that but, one I mean, win is a slump? No. Okay. Well, yeah, for him, for yeah. Brady, okay. Uh, he was he he's not gonna play nearly as well. He might not play as often either, I think. I think he's take some time there off. There you go. Oh yeah, dude, that, that could be Yeah, that's true, Tim. That's a good point because he, he definitely put himself in a position where he doesn't yeah. have to worry about where he finishes. <laughs> yep. He won't, at the beginning of the year he certainly won't play nearly as much, right? I mean he'll play the majors players championship match play probably, but yeah, you're hundred percent right, boss. He won't play nearly as much at the beginning of the year like he did this year. And that's when he got his wins, right? At the beginning of the yep. year. But he he you didn't want to try to keep his card. He was on a hot streak, right? He got those starts that a rookie needed to get and he took advantage of them. Yeah, this is the time of year where he really came on the scene, right? The Ryder Cup in the fall and then he he was knocking on the door all the fall season before he finally broke through early in the spring yep uh so lots of players making their season debut this week including scotty scheffler justin thomas jordan spieth matt fitzpatrick and john rom all will be kicking off their uh season campaigns at congaree rom's coming off victory in uh what was it the spanish open Mm -hmm. the uh what they call the open de espana yep man i'm good you are good. I'm multilingual. You are a good surgeon. Um, this tongue does lots of things. It speaks well, too. Uh, Fitzpatrick noise. <laughs> Sorry, Mama. I love watching Johnny just squirm. Sorry, Mama. Uh, Fitzpatrick nearly secured uh, the DP World Title Tour of his own at the Italian Open. So those two Europeans should be in contention while Spieth and Thomas look to make runs. After experiencing a brilliant President's Cup in Charlotte, boys, the odds... Coming into the weekend, Royal McIlroy, of course, thirteen to two is what I showed as the as the favorite. John Rahm at nine to one, the second. We mentioned Scotty Scheffler was third at twelve to one. Justin Thomas, the two time major champion, fourteen to one. Uh, he's captured at least one victory in seven straight seasons now. Uh, Sung J M at twenty two to one, tied with Matt Fitzpatrick and Victor <laughs> Hovland at twenty two to one. Spieth and Cam Young. The reigning tour rookie of the year comes in at twenty-eight to one with Sam Burns also at twenty-eight to one. Tom Kim thirty to one. Uh Colin Morikawa thirty-one. Also at twenty-eight to one, by the way, boys. Maybe my favorite Irishman ever. Tell me. Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry. At twenty-eight to one. Max Homa, my other non favorite Irishman, uh, thirty to one. <laughs> so you got some of those guys you like? I do. Who are you taking? Max Homa's an oh, Irishman. We're starting right off with Tim's. Oh, just well. I always go first. Oh, okay, great. Oh, I mean, where's it's, it's his show, Bus? Hey, it that's is, fine. It is, it's Tim's show. So what's Bus's show? No, no, I, I have no picks. He's the one drink, drinking the gin. I'm really excited for this week. I honestly, this is what gets me back into the give a shitter meteor with 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 golf because I like the field, you know, because the field is comprised with some of the best, and I like watching the best. Right. What else am I going to do? Watch the 
damn Yankees Astro series guy. I hate those teams so much. Oh, really? Uh, well, that's the only time I cheer so for much. the Yankees is when they play the Astros. Man, that's going to be a tough one. I mean, everybody's watching National League, though. Padres I know, that's, and Phillies. That's true. Nobody that's cares true. about American League. Mm. But this the winner's going to come out of the National League. I feel like this is kind of the season. Well, because, you know, in, in the Midwest states, you know, it's snowing already. And so, yeah. like, the people are looking for something to get them to spring. Golf. So, this is a nice field that's comprised. I'm, I'm, exi- I'm excited to hear you guys' picks and critique them. All right, or let's ma- get into my picks. Thank you, boss. Because it's my show. Uh, as I've got a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. My wick, my winner, sorry, Johnny, winker, once again, my winker. winker. My winner, once again, I'm sorry, Johnny. We did it two weeks in a row now. Victor Hovland at 22 to 1. Yeah, I crossed him off. Now, right. wait a second. Did just you? for okay, the good. record, did, you guys don't know the picks, right? Tim nope. actually picked that. I pick mine usually on, like, Monday or Tuesday. Got, no, he picks them before I send Yeah. Send, my no son. one's going to believe that listening, but I just wanted to clarify that because that's a really good yeah. pick for Tim. Yeah. No, I make my picks on usually Monday or Tuesday, okay. and I don't get Johnny's until today, the day of the show. Wow. Um, and I don't tell him what mine are. Clearly, that would not influence him anyway. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, my top 10 at plus 240, Jordan Spieth. <laughs> and then my top 20 at plus 200, my boy, Sepp Straka. My Brady, who are your guys to watch this week? I got four guys again we're looking at. Uh, we're going to go first to Jordan Spieth. He's coming off a 5-0 President's Cup. I think Jordan's poised to have a great year. Uh, he seems motivated again. He, he's got life settled down, right? He got married, got the kids, got the kids healthy. Jordan Spieth's going to finish top 20 this week. Oh, the, oh, I forgot. You only picked top 20. Yep. It's my fault. He, yeah. He's at minus one. Guys to watch. He's at minus 105 on the top 20. Uh, my next pick is Billy Horschel, another President's Cup guy. Uh, he's coming off a, a couple of top tens over the DP World Tour, sure. a, a ninth and a tenth at the BMW and the Alfred Dunhill. He's plus 135 for a top 20. Uh, I'm going to keep riding the hot hand in Maverick McNeely. He's coming off a tenth and a twelfth at the Shriners and Zozo. With the depth of this field, he's at plus 175 for a top 20, and, and as long as he hits it, this golf course is going to be a little bit of a pitch and putt for him, which are his two strengths. <laughs> Um, and then uh, my only question about my last pick is whether or not he can do it two weeks in a row. And I'm going to, I'm going to jump on Ricky Fowler. I think, I think the work he is doing with Butch is going to pay off. I I think much like Jordan getting some family life stuff behind him, kids, marriage at wedding, et cetera. Uh, Ricky is motivated and and working his ass off and he is plus plus one fifty for a top 20. Mm. My, My only question about my picks are. Are do Maverick and Ricky Fowler, how's their stamina going to be, right? All the way over to, to Japan and now the eastern side of the United States. They're playing three, four weeks in a row, but they've got good form. So I mean, you said Jordan just got married, so his stamina's probably shot. Well, not, I mean, he's, he's a couple years, but he's don't got kids married, now. And, right, seven he's, he's settled into a routine now past uh, his slump, and I think he's going to have a good year. Is he still with the same chick? Don't laugh. Is he? Did he qualify to play in the event? Ricky no, Fowler? Ricky's on a sponsor. Okay, exemption. thank you. Okay, that's good. I just I'm sitting here thinking, how in the world did he get in this field? He's no offense. On, he yeah. is on a sponsor. No offense. Exemption. Okay, that, Ricky does for, what Ricky for, wants. Thank you for clarifying. Yep. And that's so, your that's your only question, Rick. Uh, I think we're uh, I think we're going to get four four top twenties this week. I'll we're take gonna, that action again. Bus, you have any guesses you want to go at this week? Throw some guys out there, not no, necessarily. No, absolutely. absolutely. I told you earlier. No, I told you earlier in the show. I don't make the picks. I critique and like to criticize and make fun of and and support. Okay. All right. We'll go back to Johnny's picks then presented by BetUS.com. Bet with a three-decade leader in online sports betting. BetUS.com. Join today using our promo code DSP125 for a 125% bonus on your cash deposit, which means you put $100 in your account, they give you an extra $125. So you have $225. I've experienced it. I've seen it. I still lost. 
not because I listen to Johnny. Actually, I still have some money. I'm you got some cash. I do. I got, some, you got, I, got, I, got I got. almost $200. Yeah, you, so you're winning. And you that's like have... over a year later, right? Yeah, like, you do. You you deposit like $10, and yeah. you got like 210 in there. I, I work. I work the system. Um, but you can bet horses, pop culture, sports. There's a lot of things over there at BetUS. They also have online casinos. You can go over there and play some online blackjack and win some instant money. I should that. I, I stay away from that. I'll just let y'all know. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm probably just not it's available. Best, probably not the best bet on the board is play that uh, three card poker. Is not good. I'm not. I'm not saying by experience. I'm just saying what I heard. Sorry, Nancy. Tried to keep him out of that ditch, but he <laughs> went right there anyway. Uh, BetUS.com. You bet. You win. You get paid. Johnny, tell us about your picks. Here we go, guys. Coming off a nice, solid week last week, as we said, profitable three thousand sixty dollars. Feel good about this. Uh, feel good about this week at Congaree in South Carolina. Uh, my first pick on the board. Uh, uh, just because Tim picked him, that doesn't mean I'm really going to cross him off. But Victor Hobman at twenty-two to one. Like his form. I like the way he played last week. Uh, if, it, if there's a golf course tailor-made for a guy on the PGA Tour, this is Victor Hovland. No rough, no rough around the greens. Not very difficult to chip around the greens. A long golf course, and it's a ball striker's paradise. So I really like Victor Hovland. 22-1, to 1, coming off a solid week last week. Uh, second pick we got this week is Matthew Fitzpatrick at 25-1. to 1. Kind of similar. It's a ball striker's paradise. He's played, he played well there two years ago when it was the Palmetto Classic. Uh, a little different time of the year, so it's going to play a little bit different, but he likes the eye that he has on this golf course. He likes the sidelines. His his extra length in the last couple of years, I think, is going to maybe propel him to have a little stronger finish. I think he finished like eight. It's a little lengthy in look, and that's a, a, a little look bit. he'll be familiar with. And it's flatter, right? And yeah. it's a little flatter place, and I think he's going to have some success there. He's, he, he didn't play very good last week, but... Um, I really like him this week and, and having success there, knowing the golf course a little bit more. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do well. Same similar type of deal with Terrell Hatton as our third pick on the board this week at 35 to 1. He finished fourth there when it was a Palmetto classic. It's a little linksy, corky type of golf course, and I think this is where Terrell Hatton kind of thrives. Um struggled last week. I I don't know why he really struggled last week. I think the weather got him a little bit. I think it was I don't know. He just didn't play well last week. I don't really know how to explain it. I mean, I, I, like I said, I didn't make those calls to Japan to see really what the deal was with him. But I really like him coming back to familiar territory, uh, playing well, like I said, two years ago at the Palmetto Championship at 35-1. to 1. And our ham sandwich pick this week is Russell Henley at $100, uh, $100 bill to one. Uh, if you look at the guy, he plays well on these type of grasses. It's an open golf course. He hits the ball plenty far. Only struggle with Russell Henley is – He's he's at, hadn't really chipped the ball well this year, and probably in the last year. But chipping's not going to be an issue for these guys. It's going to be easy place to get up and down from, easier place to get up and down from with no rough. So if you look at a guy that hits the ball pretty far, puts really good on this type of grass, look for Russell Henley to hammer sandwich pick at one hundred to one. Two top ten picks this week: Sam Burns uh, at, at plus two ten. Only reason I didn't pick Sam Burns to win, I'm not sure how much he's played after the Presidents Cup. He's played a little bit, he's taken a little bit of time off. Uh, but it's a bomber's paradise again. You're looking at kind of the trend. I look at these guys. I'm looking at ball strikers, and I'm looking at guys who hit the ball far. It's going to play probably 7,500 yards par 71 this week. So you got to hit the ball far. There's not a lot of penalty out there. So you're going to look at some of these long hitters, good ball strikers, are going to have some success. little creativity around, uh, you know, around this place. Sam Burns kind of fits that card. Our first top ten pick. Uh, second top pin, ten pick this week, Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry, Lowry. at plus two seventy again. Uh, creativity, length, 
is a key for this place. I think he's got it in spades. So look for him to have a great week to finish in that top 10. Two top 20s. Corey Connors, ball striking extraordinaire at plus 170. I think he's going to have a little bit of redemption. He played terrible at the President's Cup. And I don't think I think he's going to come back and play a little bit more in the fall. And I think he's going to have a kind of a little bounce back week, bounce back attitude coming from the President's Cup. And our last pick, uh, top 20 pick this week is Brendan Steele, plus 320. <coughs> Couldn't figure out what happened to him last week. He led the golf tournament after the first round and Brandon shot Steele. and shot three uh, shot three over the second round. The kind of dropped him down. Yeah, yeah. So it was Big kind swing. of a weird. But the guys hits it. The guy hits it plenty far. Top thirty in driving distance. Ball striker. He's top ten in ball striking. So look for him to have a, a good week and finish in the top twenty uh, at plus three twenty for Brandon Steele. Now I got a couple questions. Uh, put the chicken bone down for Christ's sakes. My God, I thought you were going <laughs> to choke to death over that. Man, I, these allergies are killing me here, man. I got a couple questions. I'm crying, I Keegan. I know. I, I want to know, just just for your average idiot who doesn't bet on golf, right? Because that's me because I don't bet on golf. Well, of, of the winners, the ham sandwiches, the top 20 and the top 10, which which one do you feel most confident in? Well, obviously, the first guy on the card is my first guy I'm going to feel confident to in. To win. Yeah, to win. So you like that category the best. You feel you feel the most confident with it. See, I was looking at the list, and I'm thinking like, I don't see how Shane Lowry is not going to finish top 10. Well, see, that's well, what I mean. Like when you read his it's name. It's about value, right? It's about sure. it's about value for me and value and return on the investment of the money. You know, Shane Lowry at plus 270, I thought he was good. I don't know how much he's played this year, right? So I, to pick him to win. No, no, I wasn't saying that. I was just looking at as a top 10. I think he's an excellent pick. Yeah, yeah. No, I, you know, I think the guy can just wallow around this place and finish in the top 10. I don't know if he's played enough to win. So that's a really different. That's why I didn't pick him to win, but I picked him in that top ten. A little bit the same with Sam Burns. Yeah, so, Sam Burns, a Louisiana guy, so he's familiar with that yeah. southern part and the grass and yeah. the wind and how the sea level works. So. Look, look for look, look. I mean, look for Terrell Hatton and Matthew Fitzpatrick, linksy type of golf courses from, from from England, right? That that that's why they've had success when they played there two years ago. It's that type of place. And, uh, that's why we got him on our card. To uh, uh, it's short odds, but listen, I mean, it's thirty-five to one and twenty-five to one. I think there's some good. That, that good same element is kind of why I like Jordan Spieth, right? Yeah. He, in nine British Opens, he's got six top twenties. He likes. Uh, he, he's a creative guy, and this is a golf course that's going to yield itself to guys who are better at, at, at controlling the ball on the ground. Yeah, not bad. Very nice, boys. Anything you need to add to the CJ Cup this weekend? Looking forward to seeing the golf course. I think it's going to be a fun place to watch people play golf. Yeah, second time they played here. It's a super private golf course, kind of in Ridgeland, kind of a little bit outside of Hilton Head and uh, 60 miles outside of Hilton Head. Private, I think there's 100 members, right? I think, I it's, think well, they, it's they have two members, but like 250 ambassadors. Yeah, it's they, a yeah. Wow. The whole yeah. concept of the, the whole concept of the club is to raise money to, 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 give, to give back to, to players who try to get them golf College golf scholarships. And I think they're only, you know, it's, it's a hard it's a hard place, and we didn't talk about this. It's a hard place, and you ask why it was a limited field. A little bit of it, too, is, first off, it's a hard place to get to. There's not a lot of logistical spots for them to park, and they only limited the, the excuse me, tickets to, like, 5,000 tickets a day. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah, so they, they're limited ticket yeah. when it comes to that. So, I mean, See, I think the sponsor has a lot to do with that. They 100%. want a smaller field, smaller atmosphere. Absolutely. They still have the money to do it, so they don't care. And then, you know, it, it, it's about showcasing that maybe the golf course and then the, yep. the elite players. That's right. Yeah. Very nice. We are from the rough, America's favorite golf golf pup. English, please. We are from the rough, America's favorite golf podcast. I'm your host, IndyCar Tim. 
John Gerber, Brady Hawkshurst, and Chris Bussell were your PGA of America members here discussing all things CJ Cup and all things Zozo Championship. We will do it all again next week at uh, 5 o'clock Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, and heard later on your favorite podcast app. Please check us out every episode. Also, go over there to that dspmediaonline.com to hear all of your favorite sports-related content, as well as our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Network for all the great video content that you will no doubt enjoy. Uh, for all these boys, I am me. We'll do it again next week. Until then, keep hitting them straight. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.